It's every other hour where WBEZ takes on Chicago's gun violence. To tamp down the shooting, officials have tried different things, from more youth mentoring to more cops. Lately, attention has shifted to another approach, connecting shooters to jobs. So far, though, officials aren't talking about how big an employment program would have to be or how much it would cost. WBEZ's Chip Mitchell investigated what it would take. A caution, this story contains a description that could be disturbing. The people in charge seem to agree on one thing. Best anti-crime program is a job. It's that simple. Lack of economic opportunity is directly tied to the violence in our communities. You show me a kid that doesn't have hope, and I'll show you a kid that will come in this room, pick up a gun, and shoot everybody in here. That was Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel, Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner, and Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson. When they talk about solving violence, there's a number that keeps coming up. Here's Johnson again. We have trimmed it down to about maybe 1,500 individuals that are actually driving our violence in this city. And that's not a huge number to deal with. We go to these individuals, knock on their doors, and offer them outside services to get them back on the right path. The vast majority will accept those resources. That 1,500 figure gets a lot of attention because it implies the police know who the shooters are. But here's the truth. They don't. Chicago has thousands of shootings a year, and the cops have been solving less than one in 10. Officials don't even know how many shooters there are, not to mention how many folks have real potential to become shooters. So if employment is the best anti-crime program, as Mayor Emanuel says, it just makes sense to give Chicagoans an idea what size program would really scale down the city's notorious gun violence and what it would cost. I decided to take a stab at those numbers. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Hey, uh, I went to this University of Illinois at Chicago guy who does a lot of employment research. Could you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Matt Wilson. I'm an economic development planner for UIC's Great Cities Institute. First, we found out that males from age 16 to 34 in a few areas of Chicago account for 4% of the city's population, but half its shooting victims and potentially half the assailants. So where we can go from there is we can look. Within that same little slice of the population, we used census data to find out how many people are out of school and out of work. They're more vulnerable to getting caught up in crime and might jump at the chance of a full-time year-round job. And the number is 32,656. Okay, we'll round that to 30,000. That's our estimate of how many jobs could put a real dent in the violence. The program might have to be that big, 30,000. The next question is how much those jobs would have to pay to convince the dangerous folks within that group to turn away from the violence. A young man from the West Side helped answer that. He told me about his childhood. It was rough. He got involved with a gang, dropped out of ninth grade. He started selling drugs. Hustling, robbing, stealing, breaking in people's cribs, taking TVs and shit like that. He spoke on condition he not be named, and you'll hear why in a minute. So this guy was in and out of jail, sometimes on weapons charges. When he was 22, he went to prison on a conviction of vehicle theft. He got out after a year and a half, and he says he started to change. I really had the mindset, like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of going to jail. I'm tired of my mama looking out for me, bonding me out. He also wanted to set a better example for a younger brother who'd been shot. I started working temp jobs, 
working in a warehouse, packing and receiving. But the temp jobs won't work because it'll, it'll be too far. I'm all the way in Chicago. I have to have my own transportation to get to the western or south suburbs where the temp jobs at. And I'll be missing days that end up letting me go. Firing him. He says he's also landed jobs closer to home, mostly in fast food. Jobs that ended when the company found out about his record. And then that lead me right back on the street. So in my process of looking for a job, I'm in the streets at the same time. Either going to go hustle, give me some money, or I'm finna go rob somebody to give me some money. I'm gonna just keep heading back toward your place. Find the next. Now we're on the way to his sister's house. She's letting him stay there while he looks for work. And he tells me he did something with a gun a couple months ago. It's something key to understanding what a jobs program could be about. Um, I ended up robbing somebody. They was trying to take the gun. He tried to grab it. He thought I was just bluffing, thought I was just playing around. I had to beat him. I had to beat him with the gun. I ended up like pistol whipping him? Yes, pistol whipping him. And I ended up shooting him, and I fled at the scene. You, you shot him, and then you ran? Yeah. There it is. It's why a full-time jobs program might work. This guy here, he's 26 now. He says he'd rather be employed than stick folks up and maybe shoot them. And by the way, we hear this a lot from people like him. So I pose the question, what sort of paycheck, how much per hour, would take him out of the violence? What would it take? Really, $11, $13, dollars an hour with me would be nice. It would keep me off the street if it was a, a reliable and steady job. Okay, we'll go with that middle rate, the $13 an hour. But keep in mind, he doesn't have many job skills, and that's typical of the 30,000 people we're estimating need employment to cut the city's gun violence way down. We took that problem to a Chicago economist who studies employment. It's no news. Uh, Our economy uh, just hasn't been that strong, especially at the low-skill end. Joseph Persky is at the University of Illinois at Chicago. We just don't add that many jobs every year. He says putting those 30,000 people to work might take four types of employment. First, a well-funded workforce agency could probably find regular job openings for 5,000 or so. Second, Persky says, about 10,000 could be placed using a wage subsidy. That means private employment with the government covering maybe 20% of the pay. Okay, that takes care of half our target group. For the rest, Persky says it might be necessary to create positions. He suggests employing roughly 10,000 through incentives to firms in fields like sustainable energy. Or cleaning up the environment or taking care of the elderly. That leaves us with just 5,000 workers to place. For them, Persky talks about employment by government agencies or nonprofit contractors. So that's all 30,000, the number of folks we're targeting to reduce Chicago's gun violence. Now, all those numbers might be a lot to absorb, but this is one to keep in mind. The public investment to get those 30,000 people employed would be about $460 million. I think it would be a good place to start thinking about it. Listen, it's not enough to just give them a job and think that all of their troubles are solved. Karen Norrington-Reeves heads a quasi-governmental group called the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership. She says after lining up the jobs, there's another critical step. If we really want to solve this problem, shifting the violence in the city, you've got to have a real 
support system and, and a safety net. She says a safety net means help with drug addiction, traumatic stress, maybe illiteracy, with developing soft skills for jobs like teamwork. Transportation, the appropriate attire, we call it being suited and booted, safety gear. Assistance for ex-offenders. So how much would all that cost? I think we're talking a good $20,000 or more if you really want to make a dent in this problem. That's $20,000 on average to provide wraparound services for each of our 30,000 workers. All that brings the cost of the jobs program to about $1.1 billion during the first year or so. I know, sounds like a lot. But for context, the $1.1 billion is around what they're planning for redeveloping Union Station downtown. It's also about what Illinois spends to keep its violent offenders in prison for one year. And when we're considering cost, it's hugely expensive to let Chicago's shooting surge keep going. There's policing, incarceration, medical care. The city's violence is probably a factor in its population drop. That's a drain on the tax base. So is having those 30,000 at-risk people jobless. And remember what Mayor Emanuel said. Best anti-crime program is a job. It's that simple. The people with power and resources make a good case that employment is essential. The next step is to create a jobs program big enough to scale Chicago's violence way down. Chip Mitchell, WBEZ.